Pero se repara Carrasco, puede ser buena. Qué buen balón ha cogido Tecatito. Desde la derecha la ponemos, la ponemos, la ponemos en el Gol, 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 A week later, three games finished, uh, all three draws. And right before the, the, the podcast episode started here, Eddie was like, hey, when's the last time we won? What game was that? We couldn't remember. We had to look it up, and it was Levante almost a month ago. So if we can actually win on Sunday, this kind of Sunday coming up, it'll be a whole month before this team's won a game. Uh, uh, not where you want to be. Got a lot of things to talk about today. I'm excited. Uh, if you guys don't know, we're an English-speaking podcast. I'm sure anybody's listening at this point either has two things. Uh, they listen because they do, or they're very interested in some news that kind of came out last night, and that's the only reason they're listening. So uh, just to catch you up, we are from the Monty's Men Forum. We talk about the VFC almost exclusively here, and it's always in English. Uh, I'm Chris Lell. Uh, I got my co-host with me, Eddie and Steve. Eddie's up in Toronto, Canada. Steve's up in Minnesota in the United States. I'm in Washington, D.C. And we all share a love for Sevilla. So we're going to get right into it, guys. Uh, Sevilla, draw, 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 16 draws on the year. Have you ever heard that in a season of football from a top tier? A, a, a team that's now we've qualified for champions, like 16 draws and we're still in Champions League. Did you see that coming at the start of the season there, Eddie? No, because I felt like that's the maybe season one, season two of Lope Ball. But um, I think everything just collapsed on itself, but still maintaining that ability to be hard to beat. Um, and I, I guess that stuck with us. Um, that's kept us going. So thankfully, we still didn't collapse completely. We still were able to get the objective for the season. And boy, I'm just glad it's over, man, because this has been a long season. Most of the reason why I can't remember certain fixtures, I can't remember the last time we played well, never. Um, can't remember the last time we won. Um, Never knowing who to give mana to match to, um, I'm glad that's all over. Um, but it, and it's not to blame anybody or any a particular individual. It's just a, a lot of things uh, circumstantially wasn't going for us this season. But um, we got the result. We did not lose tonight. And sorry, Betis, but uh, enjoy your Copa. But Champions League is 
much more lucrative than that. Yeah. Steve, uh, anything from these last draws that you took away? I mean, it just seemed, I don't know. We pulled two of them out in the last minute. So uh, it's not like we were winning and gave up goals. We had to come back and, and almost didn't. Yeah, I think the the VRL game and then this game now, um, if we're going to take any kind of positive away from those, the, those two games, it's that we did. We, we we didn't give up when we fought back and we pulled something out of it to, to qualify us for Champions League. Um, and that's it. There's there's not anything more than that. It's, I mean, nothing pretty was going on. Um, we were talking beforehand, Chris, uh, you and Eddie and I, and it's like Kunde had a couple of bad games during the stretch. Like it's like our our stalwarts, our, the the players we rely on the most, were were not playing well. Um, it was not fun to watch. It was, I mean, that's nothing new for this season, but um, yeah, like we we got the job done. Sixteen. 16 ties um, draws for those of you not here in the States. Um, and it's, uh, it's one of those things that it, it will be bittersweet looking back on this, this campaign, this season we have, well, we're kind of already talking about this. Like it's over. We still have one more game to play. We can go out on a high note next week. Um, but really our, our main, our main goal has been achieved. Um, and looking back on this season, it will be a season of missed opportunities. It'll be a season of missed opportunities um, for a lot of reasons. Uh, we have the um, the league that we squandered through the second half of the year. Um, we were in a great spot to challenge for the title, and we didn't. Uh, we we fell off. We um, played very close in a lot of matches and a lot of those were the ties that add up to those 16 that we ended with. Um, had we pulled things out there, we could have been in a very different position. We didn't even have to beat Real Madrid. We didn't have to beat Barcelona. We didn't have to beat Atletico. We could have beaten teams like Mallorca um, that would put us in a better situation. And we didn't show up for those teams that we should, we, we should have, have played a lot better against. Um, it's also a season of missed opportunities for Europe. Um, we, I don't even know where to start with with that. It was disappointing in in group stage in Champions League, and then we ran into kind of a Cinderella story in the Sweet Sixteen of Europa League against West Ham, who were who had a very good season in their own right, and and yeah, it just wasn't us for us then. And we were playing the same style of football as we were in in league, and it came back to bite us. And then. Copa del Rey, I'm not going to say it was really a missed opportunity, but it just sucks it, that we lost to our crosstown rivals um, who went on to win it. Um, we played pretty well in, in that competition. Um, in the in the last games of those competitions, we came out really flat and we're lucky to be in the situation that we were early. But so all of that is negatives, but the positive is the play of our defense. So that's where I think it's going to be bittersweet um, when we look back on this. Like we, this is probably one of the best defensive campaigns that we will see in the next years. Like it, it, in probably the next decade. Um, this we have played really well defensively. Our goalkeeper is on track for the Zamora right now. Right, last I checked, he was he was in in the lead. And if if our coach decides to sit him in the last game against 
athletic club. He should win that. Um, but it, it, we and we've had really good play from our our starters on on our back line. Um, we've had some sensational performances from our backups when our starters are out with suspensions or injuries um, that we did not expect. We did not expect people like Rekic or people like Goodell to slot in and play really well um, in, in the back line when they were needed. Um, and it's a shame that this awesome defensive play that we've seen all year is going to be overshadowed by the lack of opportunity that we had or the lack of lack of chances that we took on the offensive side. Um, we didn't even make opportunities for, uh, for ourselves. We were just lackadaisical. We lacked any kind of um, cohesion on that half of the field. And we just pissed away a great chance to be to play out of our minds. And that's where it's, I think that hurts even more. Yo, I'm going to get off my soapbox there. A season of four losses so far. I mean, we have the same amount of losses as Real Madrid. We've only lost twice to Real Madrid, once to Barcelona, and once to Granada. That's it. That's all we've lost to. So it's not like we dropped games against the you know the minnows, if you will. We just couldn't pull out victories. And I mean, the offense is terrible. Like I mean, it's what do we score? Fifty-two goals on the year, I believe. Um, it's, it's not a terrible number when you look at some of the other teams, but. It is when you're trying to compete for the league, like you were saying. You know, it, it 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 is. It feels like a disappointment. I'm with Eddie. I'm ready for the season to be over with. I think everybody in that locker room is ready for the season to be over with. Um, it just seems weird. It was a weird, weird season. We still have one more game to go. Uh, Steve brought up a good point. Seven million euros, uh, I think, is the number there. It could be more next year, depending on. Uh, how the numbers shake out, but uh, you know that's a lot to go and and finishing third. We haven't done that since Monty's been here. I think he said uh, it's been a long time. Um, but all that said, let's let's step back and congratulate the guys. Uh, the third straight year of making Champions League that's never been done in the history of this club. So that in itself is remarkable. Something you know, a, a goal that was set at the beginning of the year. And it was achieved. So, you know, applaud the guys there. Uh, super well done. And um, all I can say is uh, next year, 2022-2023, we're back. So we don't know who the coach might be, but we're back in the championship. You're going you're gonna to get us demonetized there, man. Come on. Maybe, maybe. <laughs> If, if they find that little blurb. <laughs> and not geez. that we're monetized at all anyway. <laughs> uh, yeah, monetized. I was thinking like copyright infringement. Yeah, no. <laughs> that's less than 12 seconds. Actually, that's not a rule either. Any, any, Anyway, I'm getting myself in trouble. Shut up, Chris. Anyway, uh, so, I mean, good on the team. I mean, we're, we're you know, that's a lot of money. And we're going to need it because I think this offseason is going to be a lot of changes in the squad. At least I hope there is because it needs to be. Um, do we want to just go into the rumor? What do you think? Uh, the Sure. Go, go ahead. Drop it on us. Yeah. I mean, news broke Saturday night, uh, Saturday afternoon, my time, that uh, 
you know, Lopetegui was going to be um, departing Sevilla mutually um, with the board. I guess they came to a conclusion there and said, uh, you know, uh, you won't be continuing. And it, it is a rumor. It's not been confirmed by the club. And Monchi came out today after the game and said that um, he did deny that rumor, but he did deny that the, the replacement for Lopetegui uh, was going to be Diego uh, uh, oh, crap. Martinez. Martinez. Sorry. I had a brain fart there. Um, he did deny that, said it was bad milk or some crazy Spanish saying there. So, uh, Maleche, I guess is what he said. I don't know. But anyway, uh, so the rumor's out there now. Uh a lot of media picked up on that last night and ran with it. Our friend Colin Miller, he picked it up and, you know, retweeted it. So for him to kind of say it, it must have some real teeth behind it. Um, so lots of changes on the horizon, I think, for this club. Uh, not just players, but also coaching staff. Very possible. Uh, what do you think? Do you believe it? It was kind of weird timing, I thought. Um. It is, but at the same time, maybe it's like, um, uh, I don't know, the, the last trick up your sleeve, you know, kind of like, uh, you know, a new manager bounce. This time it's like, okay, this might be my last few games with the club. Hopefully it could rile up the players one more time because we they needed something. Even in this game, it's. I'm surprised we got the draw because <laughs> where was that goal going to come from? And this city, really? I didn't think he was going to score. Um, so, yeah, they needed something. So, honestly, I thought the players would be more excited than that. See, uh, yeah, I thought so too. <laughs> but maybe that tells us more uh, than what we what we know. Uh, but uh, at the same time, you can see by the way they were celebrating. Um, lifting, uh, lifting him up and stuff. That it's it's most likely going to be his last season with the team. Um, and that was from, it was from a good source, so I don't I don't doubt what he, he was saying. Um, Diego Martinez, we'll see. I think we'll we'll speak more on this once the season is over. But um, yeah, it's looking likely he's done a good job, Lopetegui, for what he was brought for. Um, but when you look at performances, which what matters, it's there's a lot left there to be uh, to be desired. But um, he did what he came to do, um, and all hats off to him. Yeah, I, I think I think after that Mallorca game, it was the proof was in the pudding there, or the, the writing was on the wall, whatever kind of mm. uh, yeah. saying you want to say there. Like you just kind of knew that was like that breaking point. Uh, you just kind of felt that, all right, it's set up for you. You drop points to Cadiz and to Mallorca at home, both those matches, like, to get into the Champions League. Like, it just felt like that was the moment that the board – and I don't know if you guys watched the behind-the-scenes. Uh, I don't know if you guys watched those or not on YouTube, but I, I made a little 14-second clip or something of the players coming back into the locker room after that Mallorca game, and you could just see, like, uh, Castro, the president, just he was disgusted. And like he, I mean, he looked like all of us would would you know look after a game like that. And I saw that, and I was like, man, he's not happy. And I'm sure he's getting a lot of pressure from the other board members to make a change. So, um, 
Looks like it might be happening. Uh, Steve, do you think it's happening? Uh, any thoughts on that? Are you good? Happy? Sad? I mean, I think the... Yes, right now, I'm happy. Um, it'll be... Oh, I, I should preface this by saying I think it's actually going to happen. And I don't think the timing is all that weird um, because this didn't come from the team. This is a conversation that's probably been happening for weeks, if not months, um, within the, the management of the team and the club and, and whatnot. And it's just a matter, in this day and age, it's just a matter of time before somebody that shouldn't be leaking this leaks this to somebody else and the media will pick up on it and go from there. Um, so it's not all that surprising to me that it happened beforehand. It would have been more surprising had the team made an official announcement last night or yesterday um, ahead of this match. But the fact that it came from like a, like a source within the club um, through more unofficial means um, that, that does not really surprise me at all. Um, I do think it's going to happen. Um like there's been rumors of this for a while and the fact that Colin Miller picked it up and, and mentioned it, um, he's as close to like a first tier source as you can get. I mean, he, he literally wrote the book on this club. <laughs> um, and, uh, he's very respected within the, uh, within the, the field as well. Um, so, but yeah, no, I'm, this'll be another, like, I'm, I'm happy right now. Um, I'm pretty ticked off at the play that we've had and, and then a change is going to be nice. Um, I'm worried about who we're going to get. I'm not necessarily sold on some of the names that have been floated out there. Um, but like Eddie said, we can get into that later this summer as we, as we get through those rumors. Um, yeah, I think but, that's going to be a podcast in itself probably oh, yeah. after they make the official announcement. Yeah, assuming they do. exactly. But looking back on it though, like I don't really have any hard feelings towards Lopetegui. He brought this club, uh, like you said, Chris, like this is the third year in a row that we've qualified for Champions League. First time ever in the club's history that that's happened. Um, he's brought this club a lot of respectability, so much so that um, most of the comment section on the public boards, um, not our board, because we are at, at Manchi's Men, we are pretty vocal about whether we like or dislike Lopetegui, um, but like on Reddit and uh, all over Twitter, people are shocked that we're even considering firing our coach because the the perception people, that a lot of people that don't watch this team day in and day out yeah, have is that he's really successful. Sevilla. Yeah, people outside of Sevilla are just shocked about this because they see the success on paper that we've had with him, and um, they don't understand why. And that does say a lot. Like he, we get the results with him, but it's not fun to watch. And he was brought in to do a job and he did that job and there's no fault to be had with moving on to some to somebody else if we think that we can no longer get to a higher level with Lopetegui. Um, he pulled us up from a pretty pretty bad spot that we were in. We were on a coaching carousel. We had, what, three managers and 16 months or something like that. He came in. He righted the ship. Immediately, we won Europa League, and we didn't even need to win Europa League to get into Champions League. Like we, we immediately had domestic success as well. We, we finished top four for three years in a row, and um, I think after a little bit of time goes by, we will be looking back on Lopetegui's tenure um, through uh, with a little bit of a a better. Um, just a better outlook. Like, like we'll look back at it a little bit more fondly than we are right now. 
um, because of that success that he had and the fact that he seems like a genuinely likable person and the team seems to really like him and really kind of buy into what he's what he's trying like his play style this team this we can we can rag on his play style all we want and the, the way that he manages games and and the formations that he rolls out there but the team seems to really buy into that and it takes a special coach to to get a team like this on board with what he's what he's working on so there's there's something there just not right for what we want to do next it was right for what we wanted to do to get us to this point but we needed a little something extra to get us to the next point uh, the, the next stage in our development as a club uh something i saw just browsing and i don't know how this stacks up to all-time managers but i know it was probably better than their most recent success uh uh, you know, going historical, maybe not, but, you know, he's averaging 1.92 before today's match, 1.92 uh, points per match, um, which, you know, in comparison, Sempioli was 1.4. Um, so really good stats there, and that's over the course of the three years. So um, the Lopetegui era is going to go down in history as, as a really good time for this and probably – what I'm hoping, and I think everybody's hoping, is this laid the foundation, you know, for something bigger and better to come, um, money-wise and success-wise. So, uh, if it's over, um, will the next guy come in and be able to take us to that higher ground? To quote RHCP. So, uh, I'm not so sure. Um, we'll see. I, the football can't get any more boring. I, I can't imagine. So <laughs> maybe I shouldn't say that. <laughs> uh, you're muted, Eddie. Sorry, I'm just saying it, it could. It, it definitely could. We, that would we were be just, terrible. We were just playing at the Wanda, guys. You forget how boring football could be. Um, but yeah, hats off to uh, to Lopetegui. Um I'm pretty sure he's gone after this, but um, in in terms of the game, is there anything that stood out to you guys? Um, I guess I guess the I guess the best thing out of this is that um, Lopetegui's faith in in the city paid off. Um, thank goodness it did, <laughs> because really, um, the goals this team cannot score. We you feel, like we failed to score against Mallorca, who had six goals conceded against them in the uh, previous game. Against they Granada, switched, <laughs> um, yeah, sure they switched the keeper. Um, Rico was on the bench, but <laughs> um, yeah, we could not score. What is it? Four games won in the second half of the season, and is it is it that many? That seems I, think, I, don't, I don't know. It's sad, but that feels high. Maybe I'm wow. just maybe maybe I'm just like recency <laughs> biased here for for what we currently have, but yeah, I saw four wins. I'm like, yeah, that sounds about okay. right. Yeah, okay. <laughs> but um, yeah, it's it's the same issue all the time. So at least we know what to fix. Um, it's clear. Um, it's bizarre that like improvements in that aspect has not like there's been no progress. Like in the three seasons, our, our play in the final third, there's there's nothing there. It's just it's, hidden hope. It's been a regression, I think. I think it's it seems like we've regressed even 
you know, as far as our scoring ability and our talent is arguably better. So, um, uh-huh. I mean, I know we Maybe had from a last mid- season. Yeah, from, I mean, yeah, from last season. Yeah, yeah, that's what I mean. From yeah, I mean, and some of that could be in Esri. Uh, you know, he's had a pretty poor season, and uh, I think maybe... everybody could. Uh... Yes, sorry, Chris. Yeah, I think everybody could take some blame here. Yeah. Um, oh, definitely. Um, and I, I guess Hole's wrong in saying that this team is not a, a one man team because clearly, without Fernando, this team is is, is nearly broken. Um, I would have loved to think that Papu was the savior, but. It seems he can't get things going. Um, no matter who you put next to him, like Corona's playing with him, Lamella playing with him, not today, but um, playing Rafa Mir up top sometimes and yeah, still can't score. Whatever the combination in midfield is, we have Acuna there. Um, Navas is back, but still not not enough wins, not enough goals. Not that you need to score a lot of goals, but you're a possession-based team. I mean, do something with it. Um, so yeah, Fernando missing is is surprising to me, but perhaps that's just because of the our approach in the first place. Um, but yeah, from from the Atletico game, it's just a lack of verticality, and it's always the same thing going sideways, and not and there's no variety in the passing. It, it's good to build up from the back because um, you you show the other team that you could escape the danger. No matter how well Atletico is pressing us and containing us um, with that rigid four four two, but it's they even they were really like lazy about it and just like going backwards without even thinking of going forwards, not even yeah. looking for someone um, maybe in the <clears throat> middle of the pitch to help them out of a of a tough spot. It just it went backwards too easily, um, and that's where I could see okay this this play style with Lopetegui it's it's waning. Um, he, he's not getting through to the players, it seems. It's like when someone went for a long ball, you see Lopetegui shouting at Diego Carlos. It's like, you have to play it around, like <laughs> work towards the, the front. But um, I'm, I'm just glad we got over year. the line. Yeah. No, so this, is, this is his third year with the players. Like a lot of these players have been here for two or three years. Like there, there are very few players on the roster that came in this year. Um that factor into the 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 majority of this season. Like a lot of those exciting players we got this year were hurt for large swaths of the season. True. And Lopetegui should not need to keep reminding and yelling at the players on the pitch during game day to keep playing the ball forward. Like that seems like a fundamental thing you work out on the training pitch within the first months that you come on and these players are with you. And it's well, I think it's, he's just uh, I think he was upset, right? Like he's upset because they're they're playing a long ball because they're frustrated because his playing around the back, trying to go forward that way doesn't work. So, you know, it's, I think it wasn't mad at the long ball. It's just that it didn't, it it missed. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think a lot of it too is, you know, there's one point in the first half I was watching and there was six guys along the front line they were trying to play from the back and six guys there and none of them making any runs, no, you know, forward, laterally, nothing. They were just walking up. And yeah. I'm like, it, 
that can't be part of Lopetegui's scheme there. That's a little bit of effort from the players. And, um, you know, once Torres came on, you saw some, you know, flying around from him. And and eventually he was the one that provided the the cross. And he provided several others uh, dangerous balls in um, that could have been possibly goals earlier, but, he was the one that delivered the one that finally found the back of the net for, from yeah. uh, Nezri. So, you know, his energy helped a lot. I didn't see that energy in the first half from anybody else. It just seemed very stagnant and slow and uh, Nezri had a lot of energy. Like, Nezri was a, like, he, he, he reminded yeah, yeah, he always does. He, he but reminded he shouldn't... me today. It's just like he he should not be the one that's traveling the most, like getting the most kilometers um, in the post game when you look at this. Like, <laughs> like he's like... There were many times today where I'm like, I see him back defending in the box. I'm like, what is he like? What is going on? Like this? Yeah, I don't know. It's like I, the Energizer Bunny. But I mean, well, he had how many shots did he have that went awry, or or he had the one that was beautifully placed that just went off the crossbar too, and it was um, the, the header off the crossbar. Yeah, the header but, off the crossbar that but was that almost one early. It, yeah. You know, the one in the first half with Delaney with a beautiful <laughs> yep. little chip over, and he yep. just made a. He's he making, did yeah. Nazary. He did yeah. on it. So, uh, I was just surprised he didn't whiff on it, but um, <laughs> he made contact. Yeah, that's it's a positive step, right? Yeah, that says everything. And also regarding the goal scoring, not a single player in in La Liga speaking, because all competitions is different. But in La Liga, not having more than ten goals, I haven't looked at the stats. Um, Rafa Mir is at nine right now, um, but I don't know if. Sevilla's ever been in that situation where not a player, single player, has scored more than ten goals. It would have been nice if it was like seven or eight players having around six, seven, eight goals each, right? But that's we know that's not the case. No, um, that's amazing. Yeah, that's a great. Uh, we'll have to do the the research on that to see when the last time was. Um, but just hoping that it's it's something to pr- improve on. I think we could still keep uh, the majority of this, these these players here. I don't think Monchi needs to blow it up um, like he has in previous seasons, like 12, 13 players out. Um, who knows um, how the new coach could improve these players as well. Um, maybe he'll be a great coach for um, in the city's development. Maybe it's a coach that gets the best out of Rafa Mir. Um, who knows? But that that is a trouble position um, for us right now. Um, not because they're necessarily playing bad; it's just working towards the forward is is a struggle right now. And yeah, who who knows what what she's gonna do? Honestly, because anything could happen. Um, I'm pretty sure we're losing Kunde, maybe Diego Carlos. Um, I'm surprised we kept them this long, but hey, who knows what the future holds. But um, I'm I'm fairly confident in, in this core um, of players that we got, and who knows with the new coach, um, we could improve on fourth place easily. I mean, we showed. I mean, I think it was due to Barcelona and Atletico, and even Real Madrid not being really at their best that we were in the mix. But um, we have the tools there to to compete with these teams, even if they improve their play and even if they start playing at their best, I think we still have the tools to, to compete on that level. Yeah. I mean, on the pitch, we have competed with them 
pretty respectably this yeah. this season. I yes. don't have a lot of I don't have a lot of issues with how we played against the other teams in the top four this season. It's more so how we played against the teams in the bottom six that that kind of irk me. So uh, yeah, I don't know. Yeah. It's I don't know. We've got one more one more game. I'm really glad we clinched today because yeah. we've got we got friends coming over. Like our our neighbors are actually from Bilbao. So they're coming over wow. on Sunday and the kids, are gonna, the kids are gonna be playing and yeah, <laughs> kids are the same age as our kids and like it's 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 fun. Um so they're coming over for lunch. We're gonna watch the game together and I'm really happy that we're not just like like on edge worrying about qualification during that, so I can enjoy the company of my guests and we can just have a good <laughs> afternoon with it. Um so yeah, like we like I said, we, we qualified for Champions League. We've got a coach that's likely on his way out the door. There's there's a lot there's a lot of change that'll happen this summer. And then we're in for a crazy wild season Weird. next year with the World uh. Cup right smack dab before Christmas. So um mm. who knows what's gonna happen with that. Like it's like we'll be we'll be sending if our team remains in its current formation we'll be sending a sizable number of our players to international duty a sizable number of our major contributing players to inter- <laughs> we got to we got to we got to, to international we duty we follow um in less than ideal circumstances and it's not even that that guitar is is hot and you can't play in heat and and whatnot it's just the amount of games that you play in a short amount of time for the world cup is is going to be interesting to see how how that affects these players for the into the second half of la liga season so um yeah because i mean it's not only the the time they play in the world cup but they always give the guys that play in the world cup you know two weeks or so of extra rest so yeah you know even coming off the world cup it's going to be you're going to be missing some of these guys. So it's going to be a weird one. You're right. Um, yeah. It, it's going to be somewhat. I mean, honestly, like when underneath Lopetegui last year was really the only one that we could say was like a quote unquote normal year. The first year was COVID. That wasn't normal for anybody last year or this year rather was this injury stricken, this weird injury stricken that we've never seen the likes of in, in uh, Sevilla anyway. And next year, it's going to be less than ideal circumstances for whoever comes in as the coach. Um, I think if if any if there's even a sliver of doubt in my mind about whether or not Lopetegui will leave or if he'll stay, it's the only thing that would even make me consider the the board keeping him for next year would be the fact that we know that it's going to be this weird structure of the season and, and have like maintain stability going forward. And, but I think that that ship has sailed. I think that that ship is, is, is well out of port <laughs> at this point. Um, but earlier on in the season, it was like, okay, well, well keep the consistency and in, in get through this. But with the, the, the bad play over the last couple of weeks, months, um, it's, I think that's, that's done, but yeah, it's we've got what three months, two and a half months before we kick off La Liga for next year. There's going to be a lot going on. <laughs> yeah, we'll have a lot going on for sure, and then we've a lot got a of lot podcast to talk 
talk about, I'm sure, yep. between now and then. Um, you know, the the Babao match is coming up with all the other matches of La Liga next Sunday, right? To, At the same to finish time. it all. No, that's going to be cool. Um, a lot to play for for some teams. So, uh, mainly at the bottom half of the table, I think uh, there's what three teams that can still get the final uh, yeah. spot at the bottom. That final relegation spot, yeah. I think there's three teams: Granada, Mallorca, and Cadiz. I think. Yep. Yeah. Um. So we'll see who gets uh, demoted there. We, we um, can still get third. We can still get third, and. I don't know. I kind of, I kind of hope we draw next. Like, in some ways, I want us to draw because if we end up drawing, we'll have 17 wins on the season, 17 draws. We can still get <laughs> so, third with a draw. We can still, still get weird. third with a draw. Yeah, we can. Eddie, what were you saying? Yeah, on the subject of that, how do you feel about um, how we celebrated scoring um, the equalizer? Because I hate celebrating draws. I know it was a different um, circumstance in terms of getting Champions League qualification um, and the city scoring because, I mean, his confidence is low. And also, I guess the players just realizing, yes, we could finally go on vacation now. Um, but I didn't see it as, cha- as celebrating the draw. I saw yeah. it as celebrating Champions, Champions League. League. Yeah. Um, yeah, but the game wasn't over. It wasn't the last kick of the game. So oh, you're talking like, about the actual goal. The actual goal, yeah. yeah. Um, it's like, hey, get the ball back. Uh, why don't we go for the win, which I know they probably were never going to mm. do. Go for the win because third place is still at stake here. Like, I, I know it's harping on something small, but at the same time, it's like, where's that mentality? Right? It's I, like I think still... if we're at home, maybe you saw that. But being away, you know, the especially a Lopetegui team, you want that draw. I mean, he was happy yeah. with the draw today, of I'm course. sure. Of course. So, I didn't, it's not like I didn't understand that. but it's, Yeah, it's yeah, same. yeah. I mean, what I felt is like, man, third place is still at stake here. <laughs> and I mean, act like you've been there before. Taking his <laughs> shirt not... off. Like, like yeah. yeah. Maybe because we made the Champions League, it's the same result as winning the Europa League. So in in a way, we won the Europa League today. Oh, is that how that works? Yeah. It's like we didn't have to travel (laughs) here, travel there. We qualified for Champions League. I guess we won the Europa League. (laughs) I don't know. With with a draw. The only time I, and this is probably just me being, you know, blocking out all of these disappointing draws from this year but the only time i truly remember this team celebrating a draw for the sake of a draw was when bono scored to to draw us last year and then and and even then i don't even think that that was necessarily celebrating the draw as so much it was celebrating the fact that your goalkeeper put something in the back of the net in a positive (laughs) manner yeah um yeah i don't know like the fact that it like today like it didn't even cross my mind that that it was like not something that should be celebrated because it was Champions League. It was it was the tie. It was the it was the draw to get us to Champions League. But it was also in the series. And he's been so I don't want to say up and down. He's been so down for most of this year. And the fact yeah. that it was him, um, you could see how excited he was, and you could see how excited the team was for him in that instance as well. And yeah. like I don't know, more than anything, I just kind of. 
brought a smile to my face and kind of you know, warmed my heart a little bit that like, you know, this team is not fractured. It, like this team is exhausted. This mm-hmm. team is ready for the season to be done, but you can still tell that they are a team. They care about each other and like mm-hmm. they're in this together. And that is the essence of what being teammates is. So yeah. um, I, I appreciate that part about the celebration there. But to Eddie's point, I did make a comment on Monty's man. Okay, let's go get the winner now. Like to me as a competitor, I'm like, okay, we scored. Let's get a winner. And everybody's like, hey, 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 slow down. Like just take what we got, be happy with it. And I, I don't know. I'm I'm competitive, so I I would have grabbed the ball probably and ran back out ready to go again. Yeah. But um, but I understood in the moment. I don't know. Yeah, I, I understood. It's like. I mean, it wouldn't be me, but at the same time, yeah, these players have gone through things. Um, they will remember these moments. Like, I guess just qualifying for Champions League probably means more to them than getting at third place because that's like front office stuff in terms of uh, the money you get, third and fourth place. There's no difference, and and it's just prize money. Um, yeah, and in this case, it's not really a, a super super cup spot anyway so um for them it's just the the objective is complete so um yeah i don't really have that much of a problem with it it's just personally me it's like it's like my problem with penalties right it's like i don't like i hate it when players celebrate winning a penalty right without even taking the kick yet right but those are you know small things that happen with footballers but um yeah good on in this city man Uh, i was happy for him because yeah, who knows? Like a lot of a lot of times, players' trajectories is is based on momentum. So, who knows how big this goal is for him personally in, yeah. in his career? So, he's got um, a lot to play for next year too. I mean, whether it's here or somewhere else, he's got the World Cup coming up as well. So, exactly, yeah. a lot, a lot coming up for that that guy. And you know, we're talking about a player that had two hat tricks last year, yeah, uh, and only has four goals this year. So. We know he's got got it in him. Uh, he's just got to get his mind right, and his body. Yeah. body I mean, he'll he'll be and... playing at the on the largest stage in this sport. He'll be playing in that with his national team in in November, and that's awesome. Like it's 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 cool to to see. Uh, so was someone like else that. that didn't get into the game today, and I was really surprised that we didn't see him. Uh, Monir, I, I really was shocked at that last sub. Uh, was Reckick over Munir. I thought we would see him come in. Classic Lopetegui. Like the last <laughs> time of the game. Yeah, but I understand it because I guess he went to a 4-4-2, pushed Acuna up to play uh, left mid, left wing, yeah. um, put Corona to the right, and Reckick could play left left back, and he trusts he trusts Reckick in, in the yeah. system. So, um, As well it, he it should. makes sense. Yeah. Yeah, it's because, just optics. Yeah. And he was playing got, five in the back there for a little bit. And you got Gadelli off <laughs> that was on a yellow card, so yeah. you're protecting against that too. So um, I just thought it would be Gadelli for Monir, slide uh, Delaney back and have him play holding. But um, uh, it makes sense. No yeah. protection for for Oliver, So it made what sense. The, it's just yeah, defender really. What are the yeah. two you think about Tecatito starting on the bench today? having an option off the bench um when he played his strongest hand against real madrid we saw how the substitutions didn't really do anything 
perhaps the timing as well. Some people think we're in good, wasn't good, but um, I think it's just to have an ace up your sleeve. But at the same time, I was I wasn't mad at the starting lineup. Ocampos is a player you want to start in a game like this. Um, having those players in midfield because against Atletico, it's it's going to be a dogfight. Um, yeah, and it was right yeah. off the gates. Yeah, so your skill players could come in after. Um, yeah. Was was Jordan hurt or was he on the bench and just didn't come in? I think he's just was just on the bench. He's not really having that great of a period uh, right now. Uh, no, he hasn't been playing not. great. So uh, maybe another good call from Lopetegui. I don't. I'm surprised whenever he benches someone because, like, when he has favorites, he, he keeps on playing them. Shout out Suso Nation, but <laughs> I mean, if um, Suso didn't get hurt, he'd still be starting. So exactly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's facts. Maybe that's what we were missing this year. And this whole time, he, it was Sousa. he was our 18 goal person this year. That's got to be it, right? Like he was the provider. He was the guys, dribbler. Stop! Stop! Second on the team in dribbling last year. I I did that little research earlier. This that doesn't mean a lot, I guess, but you know, second in the team, better than you know who was first in our team in dribbling this year. Oh, I do know. You saw my post. Yeah, I saw your post. Yeah, <laughs> but I'll, I'll let you. I won't steal your thunder. No, it's fine. It's just it's a defender. It's a Cunha. Like he's leading our team and and dribbles, and that's. I don't think any any serious club that wants to attack for the uh, title wants uh, your defender leading your team and and dribbles. Cunha's great. Don't get me wrong. Yeah, but, like and he gets he, gets himself out of trouble by dribbling, but. Uh, most of the time, you see your wingers leading your, your that in your category or or, or attackers. But anyway, uh, we're we're kind of derailing there. Uh, should we skip over have... to the positives? Well, oh, sorry. Oh, go ahead. I've, I've got before we get into the positives. I got one thing. I am going to work on something, and I've started compiling numbers for this. But it's kind of difficult, um, just given the fact that we have had so many players play out of position out of necessity this year, but I wanted to take some time this summer to just look at the stats because Eddie mentioned something earlier about how we haven't had a player that has 10 goals on this team yet. And if Rafamir doesn't score tomorrow or not tomorrow next week, we're not playing again tomorrow. Thank God. If he doesn't score next week, Sunday, um, we will not have a player on, on 10 goals. Um, given the fact that we've had so many injuries and we've had so many players out for long periods of time, I wanted to sit down and look at some of the statistics and kind of combine the, and, and see if I could draw some correlation and be like, oh, like this player was played really well in the first two months, then was hurt and came back. Um, so what did they do in those first two months? What did their replacement do in the time that they were gone? And how did they, kind of bookend things at the end and just see how like, if we can find like oh well maybe we didn't have a player with 10 goals but maybe we had a player position for lack of a better term that performed better than others um, even if there were two or three players that were kind of like in that role because we've had so many players that have just been hurt and and we've we've had a lot of really good performances mainly on the defensive side um, for players that were filling in but it'd be interesting to see maybe glean a little bit of information about something i don't know what that would be yet but it's it's kind of a cool off-season project that i've kind of got slow goal. slow cooking right now 
goals over replacement. We're starting to sound like a baseball podcast here with all these stats. Yeah, and... but it's like you can't really say like, oh, like Ed Naziri lined up on shortstop and like you count his goal. His, <laughs> exactly. Like, because they, they play all, all over the pitch and their starting lineup is Such not. Such a team the, game. Yeah, within 15 minutes, the starting lineup is shot to hell because they, they morph into whatever they need to and, and whatnot. So it's kind of tough to tough to tell what that is. So. But yeah, it's it's kind of what I want to try and do this off season. If it doesn't work, at least I'll I'll gain knowledge about why it doesn't work. So there you go. We'll see. Looking forward to it, sir. I'll definitely read it. Um, so we do have part of Sevilla that can win games. Uh, the young lads, the Sevilla Atletico boys, uh, pulled off a huge, 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 huge. Huge victory uh, today over Barcelona B. Uh, what was the score of that? Uh, 2-1, right? 2-1, yep. 2-1, yeah. Two first half goals, the first by uh, Bernal and the second by Nacho Quintana. Uh, another note of that game, uh, Carmona picked up a second yellow in the 59th minute, and they held Barcelona from that point on. Um, Barca didn't score their first goal until the 88th minute. So um, pretty cool. I didn't get to see any highlights or anything, but uh, uh, good on them for winning that. It takes them seven points clear of uh, Cornelia and San Lequeño. Um, both those teams have a game in hand, though. So uh, if they were to win, it's only, what, four points. So uh, it's not done for Sevilla Atletico. They could still drop into that bottom um, uh, demotion zone, but uh, it's better than it was. So uh, anyway, they've got uh, Gymnastic uh, de Tarragona uh, up on Saturday, and then um, they finish out the season with uh, Lena Race. Both those teams are above uh, Sevilla Atletico, so uh, some challenging fixtures there at the end of their season and probably need some points out of that uh, to stay out of the zone. So uh, winding down on that season as well. Also the women, huge, huge winners over Athletic Bilbao. Uh, Athletic Club Bilbao 4-1. We got a brace from uh, Ellie Del Estel and goals from uh, Ima Gabrora and Michelle Vasconcelos. I know I butchered those, but I'm still going to practice and sound like an idiot. But You mentioned at the beginning we were an English-language podcast. So there you go. There's no, there's no promises. Hey, but Vasconcelos, that's, that's your girl, man. Uh, Vasconcelos, she's wrap, wrapping up uh, the season for us. Yep. Um, so, yeah, big um, going out on a high. So great season by them to win 4-1 away uh, to Athletic Club. Huge. A big win, big win, big season from them. Um, yeah, Della style with the brace there. Um, I'm I'm happy for them because I didn't, considering how last season they were trying to stay up, and and it had to go down to the last few weeks of the season, and them comfortably, you know, finishing mid table. That's that's already they're already making strides. Um, and on, on the subject of the the women's league, we have to mention Barcelona, right? Because they they finally did it thirty and thirty, and mm. they took it out on on Atletico, uh, on Atletico, because they got some revenge from last season, who 
was the team that you know made their season imperfect. So they got, <laughs> and it made Atletico miss the Champions League. So it was some sweet revenge for them. So congrats to that team. It's it's a dynasty, like we said. Uh, crazy, and you look at 30, the numbers. Thirty games, thirty wins. One hundred fifty-nine goals scored, eleven against. <laughs> the thing is, there's no, there's no reason to believe that that's, that dynasty is going to fade anytime soon either. It's, it's, uh, yeah, it's something else. Unless, unless Barcelona get get found out for fraud or something like that and they get relegated. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's, they, they cut it, the money to the women's team to put over to the men's because they got to. Keep money Fraud there, never so, happens uh, in football, right? <laughs> no. Especially in Barcelona, never, <laughs> never. Oh, uh, that's that's a great team, like this. Unbelievable, yeah. unbelievable. Um, Guys, who do you want to see stay up next year? The three that's fighting it out. We've got two Andalusia teams there. Yeah, anybody. I'd like from to see Cadi. I'd like to see Cadi stay up. Like that, yeah. I like I like watching them play, and my wife has family in Cadiz as well, and so they're it's it's always fun to to have some banter in the group chats and stuff like that when uh, when we've got those games going on. Yeah, I'd like to see both Andalusia teams stay up, of course, Granada and um, and Cadiz, two gorgeous cities, really really yeah. pretty cities, and uh, I haven't that been means, to Mallorca. Yeah, I was gonna say sure Mallorca had a great run. <laughs> Mallorca had a really exciting run at the beginning of this year, though, where they were yeah. kind of taking people by surprise. So if they can somehow stay up, like it, it might be interesting to see, like if they could kind of capture that energy again and and make some waves early in the early in the year. Like there was there was a stretch of what it was five or six weeks that they were playing out of their minds, and we were talking about like a a run similar to what Granada had a couple of years ago, where they they just shocked everybody and then. Kind of came falling back to earth. That seems like a, a lifetime ago. Yeah. yeah, it seems like a lifetime ago when we're talking right. about this. It's just I feel Rio like aged about like ten years. Too. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Rio had a good start. Just yeah, just uh, weird season, man. I, I can't I can't remember a season just this strange and and almost where you where you're watching a game feels like a chore more than <laughs> than anything else. And that's not what you want in your club. Yeah. So um, I think that's why the decision's been made to, to make a change. And uh, I think everybody's on board for it at this point. So even us folks that like made every excuse. And I was, I was one of those guys I was making every excuse and I'm, I'm finally, you know, especially my York, I was just completely yeah. and done. I, I don't know. I made some waves and got into some heated discussion a couple of games ago on a, a match thread. And I think I never, though, wanted to make excuses for Lopetegui. It was more like, okay, I don't think, like, Regardless of what I want, I don't think the club is going to do this, or I think the club is going to do that. I was trying to be as objective as possible there. And now that it's looking likely as ever that he's going to be leaving, um, I'm okay with it. Like, it's okay. The club has made this decision. Let's just move on and and see if we can get to greener pastures. Um, the part that I was just getting tired of, and this was on, on our forum, most of us 
on the forum, but also Twitter and Reddit and forums elsewhere, everywhere, was calling for Lopetegui to to be fired and wasn't. But it, it was just like, oh, like we just need to change just for the sake of change. And mm-hmm. and like I wanted to have more discussion about that. And I brought this up on the last podcast that we did where it's just like, like th- there's got to be more to talk about there. And like, who do you suggest replaces him or or whatnot? And um, it's a hard question. Like, it, is, it's, it is. It's it's so easy to like the knee jerk reaction is, oh, we're playing terribly. We need to fire our manager. Mm-hmm. It, it's not as simple as that. Um, but now that we look like we will be firing our manager or moving on from a manager at least that that now we can kind of take the speculation away and just focus on the next steps so that's that's good yeah you guys got a lot of questions uh and and, and you're you're selling your club right like yeah 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 we've got a lot of success we're playing champions league but Okay, you might not have Kunde, you might not have Diego Carlos, you got an aging uh slow midfield, you have only a nine goal score as your top score. Like there's some flaws with this this team too that uh is, is gonna be a tough sell for anybody. And but I mean at the same time you can say, Oh, we're gonna sell Kunde and Diego Carlos and we're gonna net over a hundred million euro and we will be able to build the team and buy the players that you want for your play style this summer. So like you there can you make it your own. There's, there's plenty of ways to sell the club. We are successful. It will be, I think it will be a sought after club to, if, and when this opens up, I mean, even if Lopetegui's with us next year, whenever Lopetegui leaves, like we will, we will be a sought after coaching position. Um, it's, it's, we're kind of in that sweet spot between the, the big leagues in Europe um, that's like play like coaches that want to try and break into that. They can like come up through the ranks through us and move on to somebody else. That's larger like Real Madrid or, or larger, larger places um, or the, the really well-known coaches who may have had a couple of years of disappointing play. They can, drop down to us be like oh like see i can still coach like this is a good team and we can still have success with this team and then it can like boomerang back up if they want to like we're in that kind of that that zone where where there's a lot of players there are a lot of coaches that for different reasons might be interested in coaching us and so it's exciting to see who we're going to see like if we were if we were like a mid a mid-table team for the last three years like we would not be in that situation nobody would nobody from a like a top 10 in europe would want to want to take a gamble on us we, we would be stuck in that that bottom bottom tier coach in in europe um realm so it's cool there's a lot of speculation there and we will get into it later but yeah it's gonna be fun discussion and yeah i don't know maybe the coach is already lined up but according to some reports it's already there but uh knowing much he knows what coach what players are coming in uh, what players are leaving? He probably already has destinations for those lone players coming back. Who knows how far ahead Monchi and his team are at this point? So, and he will um, string us along until twelve hours before the deadline, and then make all of these yeah. things final. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we will just... we will go into the first week of the next season with the current team, and then week two, match day two, it'll just be oh, we're it's different. Here you go. 
we'll start yeah. seeing some moves pretty quickly though i think uh yeah. early early june you'll start seeing some of these you know players on free making decisions right um I do think Kunde will leave earlier than later in the window as well, just so that we can make sure that we have that financial windfall if we need it for other things yeah. as well down the road. So the Brian, the Brian Hill transfer of the summer. Um, yeah, you know, get... I mean Brian Hill, he freed up so much cash for us. Like we we talked about, yeah. we talked about that, and yeah, yeah, but it made us cash and and allowed us to do the the lamella deal and yeah definitely still, a, definitely still a winning yeah definitely net positive on that definitely. yeah still still on and now yeah. there's what rumors that lopetegui will wind up at tottenham take that with a grain of salt but yeah who knows there might be a brian hill there might be a brian hill lopetegui reunion that brian hill's got to be absolutely thrilled about right Conte's not going anywhere, right? Hey, if he's not satisfied, he leaves on a dime. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Um, you have to. He has a lot of huge expectations, that guy. But um, but he's a winner too. So if he's not uh, does if the club doesn't match his ambitions, he's he's gone. I guess you can and respect that, that, but yeah, that English league is a lot more finicky. Than, than Spain as well. There's a lot sure. more pressure. There's a lot more money at stake. There's, I exactly. mean, as much as I hate to admit it, that that league is miles away from the miles ahead of Spain in terms of finance and the way that it's run and and whatnot. Like we can, mm. we can say that we like watching Spain better, but that league is as a league is better than. Like and when I say from, league, from top, I don't I don't mean teams. Bottom. No, I don't mean teams. I mean like the way the league is run. Like as an organization, the league is mm. is yeah. more marketable, better than really any other league in the world for for the sport. They don't and, seem focused on two teams or three teams, if you will. They they, they yeah. do give a lot of mm. they yeah. spread the wealth, if you will, and, as far as coverage, even. But but mm. the moment like that means that everybody's on a shorter leash too though so like you like there's so much turnover you never know what's gonna happen and yeah it's 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 it'll be a fun off season for both us and for a lot of other teams around europe so yeah. buckle, season, buckle up transfer season usually is the most um entertaining time in in Civismo anyway, right? <laughs> That's true. Um, it's definitely going to be better than this whole season. I could tell you that. Yeah. Um, just the rumors alone, because we're trying to make big moves. Um, uh, we won't mention the big move we made in January. There will be a time for that. But um, yeah, I'm, I'm excited for the summer now. Um, it doesn't show right now because it's still, yeah, it's, it's, been, a, it's been a really long season. So yeah. I'm just still recovering. We got another game left. We yeah. got another game left this year. It's I'm gonna watch it. We're gonna enjoy it. I hope that it's a good performance. We can kind of give everybody the swan song so that when they leave, they they go out on a high note and yes, um, just relish this because this will probably be the last time we see Lopetegui coaching for better or worse, depending on who you are. But it will also probably be the last time we see Kunde in the red and white of Sevilla, and and that's gonna be disappointing. Um, there are also a lot of other players that we don't know what's going to happen with them going forward. So, mm-hmm. no, um, 
we're gonna miss Kunde, dude. Yeah, you're gonna miss that guy. We've talked a lot on this podcast about players that we like and that we and we just have an affinity for, even if they don't perform well on a week to week basis. Um, and it's gonna be bittersweet to watch them go. And I, like I'm, I'm just trying to drink it in with this because there's there's not really a whole lot of players on this team that I don't like. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm gonna I'm gonna make the best of it and and hopefully they they all play well and they they can like i said go out on a high note and we can have fond memories of their last game as sevilla i think uh you know kunde almost scored that own goal the other day that would have been his first error leading to a goal all season he he made he made up for it right like yeah yeah, he scored the winner there. <laughs> Honestly, the own goal is actually winner. prettier. Sorry. We don't we don't score winners. No, we don't win. We, score, we, don't we win. score tigers. The, uh, <laughs> the own goal would have been actually prettier though, right? Like the goal how that he scored scares? was just weird. But how, how many times have we made that mistake this season thinking that equalizer <laughs> was a winner? Oh, I think it goes back to like the 16. week three or four when we equalized <laughs> in like the ninety fourth minute of like stoppage time or whatnot against I forgot who it was. But yeah, it's. Of course, you it, forgot. Yeah, we all forgot. Let's say about that. The, the, the goal that Kunde scored the other day. I mean, Bono was up for that too, so he kind of like yeah. caused a little bit that of that to happen. So mm. doesn't get an official assist, but he was up there on it. That was yeah. numbers kinda, were not in their favor. So uh, didn't know that was a uh, Villarreal, right? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. barely squeaking it out. Uh. But you know, the announcers say it best. We don't deserve it, but we pull it out. <laughs> it's so bad. But, oh, I really, I, I will say the announcers are kind of insufferable a lot of times. But over the last couple of weeks, we've had uh, Alejandro Moreno on our uh, broadcast here, and he does not pull any punches. He says it like it is. Yeah, and he's like, just like, this team does not deserve this. They're not playing well, yada, yada, yada. <laughs> and I'm like, thank you. Somebody say this. Because the only thing worse than somebody overlooking our squad are these English announcers that obviously have not done any homework on our squad and just got assigned to the game. And they're talking about, oh, like this is this Sevilla team is a team that that is it's like they're well seated in the top four and they've been playing really good this year and they're challenging exactly. Real Madrid for the title. And I'm like, seriously like are we really going to have this conversation right now like this is embarrassing like do some homework before you get on this broadcast and don't pander to our Sevilla audience because we know as Sevilla fans that this is not the narrative that this story that this season is going to tell as we look back on this in the future and they always say oh they're great to watch just because they keep the ball like really like yeah yeah great in possession they're great to watch and they've got a, a, a great attack or whatnot they're very clinical <laughs> yeah. with their attack and i'm like okay Crazy. like yeah how many buzzwords can we fit into here that are inherently false <laughs> they're also trying to sell la liga um oh yeah because first year on espn but come on man who did you say you liked what was the guy's name alejandro moreno ali moreno no. yeah he's on the Not that guy. i hate that guy Really? No, I, you hate, every, you hate you're, everybody. You're man. talking about the Spanish guy. Uh, oh, the he's guy Venezuelan. He's, he's Venezuelan. Yeah. He's Venezuelan. No, I'm not. I'm not talking about him. I'm talking about the actual play-by-play guy. Not the play-by-play guy, uh, but the the, the guy that the analyst guy that sits beside the play-by-play guy. He's I forgot no, his he name, does, but the he's co- color commentator. No, Alejandro Moreno does co- color commentating for a lot of these. He was on our call for uh, Villarreal 
He was on the call against Real Madrid. He he's on God, one of the what calls. Guy. He's so stupid. Okay, maybe we're talking about different guys because Definitely. Alejandro Moreno is is like when he's on the call, he's he's, he's brutally he, honest. He's, he's brutally but he, honest, but he does it on a point where he wants to make a. It's always like he wants to be the the controversial Ray Hudson. Like he he wants to say stupid Ray stuff. Hudson. Yeah, like he—he's not saying funny stuff. He's saying stuff to be like over the top and mean almost. I hate that guy. Most I hate of the time, everybody, man. I don't hate everybody. I just said I love Kunde. <laughs> yeah, once he celebrates with Chelsea against us, you'll you'll hate him. He's not gonna celebrate <laughs> against. No, he wouldn't do that. When's the next time we're gonna play play Chelsea? Like, let's be honest. In a group stage, maybe. Very possible. Yeah, that's true. Although we'll be in the same pot, won't we? Maybe. Most likely. Yeah, maybe. I don't know. Anyway. So, I don't know. We're winning Europa uh not Europa League. We're winning Champions League next year, so it doesn't really matter Ooh. who celebrates. No, you're, you're, probably right. you're probably right the first time. Uh, shut up. <laughs> it's just so ingrained in my mind right now. Like, oh Europa League, like great. Yeah. It's like, oh. I hate you guys right now for <laughs> saying that. We're done with the Europa League. We're trying to be better, right? Move on to right. this thing. Enough Europa League, please. Yeah, well, I don't, let's check out this Conference League thing that's going on. That might be interesting, right? Like, I'm, not, uh, I'm, not, I'm not saying I'm not going to watch Sevilla anymore, but if they ever drop out of the group stage again, man, like I'm tired of that. Like We don't need Europa League. If it was any time for it, like, okay, this was the last year for it because the final is in our stadium. But we're done with that, man. Let let, let Betis have that. I mean, I, I would have yeah. rather had dropped out. But honestly, with the group that we were in last year with with Chelsea, like if we had not made it out of that group, I would have been okay. That, that's acceptable. But this no. year, like this was just a squandered opportunity. It was terrible. Like we should have, we should have no, left no. the floor. No, no, because Villarreal won the Europa League and they went to the semifinal. So it's like, okay, that's that's a template right there. Yeah, and they didn't take out minnows. On the way there, either. No, they didn't. So it's like, what? What have you guys done with your success? Type of thing. Yeah. I mean, and, and I mean, they ran Liverpool close. Uh, Liverpool. I, I mean, at halftime, it was even. Yeah, it was. Uh, Liverpool just went off in, in the second half with those two Rams. They were tired too. They were yeah. exhausted. Yeah, that that rock and roll football. But what a know. what a great run for them, though, and it was exciting to watch and. I was I was really hoping for uh, for an all Spanish final for that, especially after Real Madrid pulled out this crazy run of their own. But it's not all that crazy because it's Real Madrid. That's what they that's, do. That's what they that's do. What but they it's do. still it's still not any less enrapturing when you're watching it. It it mm. yeah. It's yeah. Speaking I hope of someday we can talk about us. How many announcers always write them off? Like, oh, there's oh, so yeah. far. Like, it happens every time. Oh, it's yeah. just, you know, why are they even playing that game? And then here they go. What are you, what are you doing? I hope someday we can talk about us in in that rarefied air. Where... Out, outside of Europa League. <laughs> outside of Europa League. <laughs> oh, goodness, guys. Well, it's been a really weird week with the... Uh, with the three draws and the, well, it's been a weird year, let's be honest. But 
you know, maybe there's some hope there at the end of the uh, the end of the rainbow. It looks like the things are going to be moving. We weren't so sure because the objective as of today got met. We weren't sure if uh, Lopetegui would go or stay. So at least we have the rumors that he is going, and uh, that made me sleep a little better last night. So uh, anything else before we hang up the uh, the line here tonight, fellas? Um. No, just uh, just gotta read out comment from Mark from today's um, uh, match set on the boards. Uh, credit to the team for battling. Uh, we have been a bit unfo- uh, a bit fortunate to wrap fourth before the last day. Uh, Betsy's will be gutted. Um, relief is the word I'd use here. Um, so shout out to Mark and uh, everyone else that does show up to uh, to the boards to to comment. Uh, Shand, Aduk, uh, Tim, as always, Jumanji. Jay DeCourcy out in Alaska. Um, and we we go again, man. We go again. Um, unfortunately, uh, Athletic Club is fighting for something um, as well. But I guess we're pulling for um, the other Exavia coach, right? Um, and Emery. We want them to, to qualify for Europa. Or it's conference, right? Conference, yeah. It'll be seven yeah, they, can't reach, they can't reach Europa any, anymore, right? Um, no, Europa is locked up with, with Denise uh, and Laurea. Uh, yeah. Okay. So yeah, sorry, Atletico Club. I mean, y'all, y'all could try. Y'all have done it before. <laughs> like, come to our, come to our ground and and spoil the party. But um, how does that should be? A how does match. this work? Do we seventh? Have... But Real Betis qualified through. Yeah, Copa. I don't think they give. Uh, they don't, don't get, don't their, get so they, extra spots. Yeah. So they give that spot to a different country on the yeah. on the co- based on the coefficient then for the country coefficient. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. That must have changed. I don't know. I can't. I mean, keep it's up. it's so confusing. And it's going to change again. That's something we haven't talked about yet. But, uh, yeah. 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 We'll, we'll got, talk about that. Somewhere. I've got <laughs> thoughts about that too. But it's going to take a little longer. Yeah. We were already at an hour and 15 minutes. Let's not take another hour here. Like, we, we need content for the for the uh, off season so we don't have, like rely no. on just having one or two podcasts. It could be a lot of content, yeah. I'm sure. But uh, you've got a great point. And uh, if anybody's still listening at this point of an hour and 15 minute podcast of us uh, goofing off and talking let about us know because we'd love it. to talk to you. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> we're all, we're always looking for guests. Yeah. So, uh, guys, I think I'm ready to hit the hit the hay yeah. here and on the East Coast at 11:30. So, as always, thanks for joining, fellas. Thanks for listening out there in Sevilla world. Uh, vamos mi Sevilla. Vamos campeón. Y nunca te rindas. Champions. That's beautiful, Chris. I can't sing. I can't. I can't speak Spanish. And I can't